Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. What makes them industry giants? Get ready to take a peek inside and learn their secrets of success. This is Silicon Valley Insider, the show that demystifies the valley and helps to elevate your business to the next level. Now, your host for Silicon Valley Insider, Keith Koo. Welcome to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. Today, joined by two very special guests, Amit Ball, Director of Sales and Marketing, and Lucy Antosca, Head of Content for Sierra Circuits. In tech news this week, Arizonans apparently are not happy with driverless vehicles. Waymo, which has had a pilot since 2017, has been testing their cars there, and there are reports of at least two dozen different types of attacks on the vehicles and the drivers, including slashed tires, rocks being thrown at the cars, and even other drivers trying to get them to drive off the road or crash. And there's a couple of theories why this is. One, people just don't like the thought of an automated vehicle perhaps taking over a job like an Uber driver or a taxi driver. And then two, as we reported in other shows, Waymo had accidentally run over a pedestrian in Chandler, Arizona last year, a woman who was wearing dark clothing. And so there's just this backlash against driverless vehicles. Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla Chan, have just announced that they're funding research in order to implant devices into brains to solve for brain anomalies such as epilepsy and Parkinson's disease. They actually sold 30 million shares of Facebook to do this, and they believe that with this funding that these cures could be on the horizon within five years. Reported in the Chinese media is that they're rolling out school uniforms for students that have all types of sensors built into them so that the students can be tracked. And again, I know this sounds a little uneasy in the West at times, but the benefits that the Chinese are promoting are that you get to track their children, they will know if the students are attending at the right times, whether or not they're in the right classes and on the right breaks. This is technology then that can be used to get all kinds of analytics on their behavior during school time. Windows 10 is in the news because it just surpassed Windows 7 as the most popular operating system. And that's not news in itself, except that when Windows 10 first came out, it was being derided by the Windows 7 population. They think that the rise in Windows 10 are for a couple of reasons. One, because of all the patching required to keep your systems secure and stable. And two, because Windows made it seamless with mobile operating systems and gaming systems so that this adoption of 700 million devices is how they overtook Windows 7. And that's the Tech News of the Week. So welcome back. Once again, I'm joined with Amit Ball and Lucy Antosca of Sierra Circuits. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hello. Very good. And uh, one thing we wanted to say is Sierra Circuits is a very well-known, family-owned business, Silicon Valley, one of the most prominent, and they work with printed circuit boards or PCBs. And Amit, I wanted to go into what is a PCB? A PCB is critical to anything electronic. So as soon as you see a display, there's going to be a circuit board 
in that piece of electronic. So it's something that makes really the everything electronic possible. And that's in layman's terms, that's like the green plastic thing. When I was a kid, I used to take apart a lot of things. And I really didn't learn how to put things back together probably until I was 10 or 11 years old. So I broke a lot of things. So it's those green cards inside, you know, the old radios and TiVos and VCRs and now. Yes, absolutely. So basically a piece of printed circuit board is a backer for all components that go onto it. So it's like a, they call it a substrate. They call it a backer board. Uh, people look at it, they're like, oh, it's just a piece of plastic that's holding all the important components. When actually there's a lot that goes on in a circuit board. So it's a it's really the backbone, literally and figuratively, of electronics. It's fascinating coming both from a hardware and software perspective that this is something that is critical to making electronics work. And I believe you have a new innovation that just came out regarding PCBs. Yes, absolutely. So Sierra Circuits uh, is constantly innovating, uh, and we recently came out with a patent that changes the way circuit boards are made. So today, circuit boards are made with what's called a subtractive process, where you etch away copper. And with the new patent, uh, it becomes an additive process, uh, where we now are in the realm of additive manufacturing. That opens up a whole new world of possibilities. Great. And I think we want to get more into detail with that process in the next segment of the show. But before that, I really wanted to talk about how Sierra got started. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting story. So in 1986, my parents uh, moved out west, you know, uh, to start a business. And my dad didn't know what business exactly to start. So he was looking in the newspaper one day and saw a business for sale. Uh, he drove by and he offered $30,000 to buy the business. Uh, and the person selling it was very happy to, that he had a taker. And so that's how the business actually started. So in 1986, your dad wanted to buy a business and he bought it for 30000 He did. And, and it was, what, what form of PC business was that at the time? Uh, so at that time, it was a very small business doing mass manufacturing um, for very basic things like, you know, the mouse for a computer or things like that, key, uh, boards for keyboards. Okay. Yeah. Just in comparison, if you've been around long enough in the Valley and there was a series back in the 90s called Revenge of the Nerds 1.0, which is a history of all these companies, Bill Gates bought DOS or DOS, MS-DOS, for $50,000 from two guys in Monterey living in an in a old Victorian. $50,000 is DOS. That's what became, as of recently, Microsoft just overtook Apple again to be the most valued company in the world, right? But this is just hilarious that your dad could do this for $30,000. So then how did it move into what Sierra is today? Well, a lot of investment and a lot of hard work. Um, there's no way around it. My parents have worked extremely hard for the last 30 plus years uh, blood, sweat, and tears, um, investing in the people, investing in customers, investing in technology. And my dad is a true innovator. Every few years with whatever profit that was left over, he would invest back into the company. Mm. So today I would say we're known in the Valley as one of the higher technology uh, printed circuit board manufacturers. And that's just through continuous innovation in process and equipment. 
how many folks are um, employed in the company? Right now, about 400 people. Lucy, what's it been like being a part of the Sierra family? Uh, actually, it's been very, very great. So I didn't know much about the Silicon Valley before, but, uh, you know, you get to work at a PCB company and you realize how much you are actually essential to the tech industry, right? Because uh, I kind of consider the PCB to be like maybe the brain or all of these electronic devices that you can see on the market. And it's very, um, very, very interesting. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think about where PCBs have been so vital to technology. for Absolutely. And where it's going to be even more vital because as we work with wearables, when we work with things like drones, autonomous vehicles, um, and even more future products, that is really going to be a key element to technology going forward. This has been a really great start to the show. Once again, Keith Koo, Silicon Valley Insider, joined with Amit Ball and Lucy Antosca of Sierra Circuits. And don't go away because when we come back, we'll know whether or not the innovations Sierra is working on and how a PCB can fit on a business card or be as thin as a business card. And if you want to see this innovative, lightweight printed circuit board, come to svin.biz and view the video. So if you have any questions or comments, email us at info at svin.biz. Or come to our website, svn.biz, and we'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Today, I'm joined by Amit Ball, Director of Sales and Marketing, and Lucy Antosca, Head of Content for Sierra Circuits a printed circuit board company, very famous in the Valley. So a question that's been on my mind is why are printed circuit boards important? And then why is it relevant that they even can be as thin as a business card? Well, that's a great question. Uh, The first answer is that nothing electronic can really exist without a circuit board today. So a circuit board is made up of woven fiberglass and copper, and it connects all the key components on a circuit board. Without a circuit board, you wouldn't have a cell phone, you wouldn't have uh, your computer, you wouldn't have uh, electronic cars today. There's just no, anything electronic needs a circuit board. So it's vital, it's a vital part of the electronic uh, ecosystem. And the second part is, why does it have to be thinner? So something amazing is happening today. There, we're on a trend line where chips are getting smaller and smaller, denser and denser. People want more things in their cell phone, uh, more wearable devices that can do more things. And that is only possible with uh, a very thin circuit board. A uh, circuit board in the past is very big and thick and heavy. And circuit boards for the future, which is wearable and electronics and everything, need to be thinner and thinner so that they can be, you know, in a small wearable device. Got it. So, you know, one thing that we talked a lot about growing up in the Valley is Moore's Law when it comes to processors and the density of processors. Is that analogous to circuit boards or is it more about the thinness, the the miniaturization of technology? Yeah, you know, technology today has all been 
But come to a standstill. Chips have followed Moore's Law, and a lot of investment has been made in Moore's Law to, for it to become a reality. Uh, and a circuit board is where a chip sits on. A circuit board has not followed Moore's Law, has not had the investment uh, in R&D that chips have had. So literally, electronics has come and hit the end of their roadmap. Yes. Uh, what Sierra has done is created a way that will give life to the circuit board, you know, going forward in the next five years to essentially catch up to where the chips are today. How are they doing that? So the, it's a very simple yet impactful concept. Right now, a circuit board is made uh, through etching of the copper and forming of the traces. Uh, and in the new way of making a circuit board, you literally trench where you want your traces to be, and you add the copper exactly where you want it. So instead of calling it a printed circuit board, we're calling it a trenched circuit board. And although we're on radio, you have brought in some samples um, in the studio, which we're going to show online. Um, Lucy, why don't you show some of the examples that you have and what they are? Yeah, so actually right now I'm holding a CATLAM circuit board. And um, so as you can see, this is pretty amazing. Look at all these traces are so close to each other. So this one is actually a one mil trace and space um, or 25 microns. And as a reference, one like your hair is uh, three mils big, right? Right. And this is only down to one mil trace and space. So that's amazing. So it's one-third the thickness. Exactly. And this is a lot of technology. And actually, this is even like a high-speed one. Okay. Which means that you can do a lot of things on a very, very tiny piece of technology. What are some of the other examples you have? Um, we have the one of the business card. So, you know, this is how thin we can make this technology. Yes. Like you can stand on a business card. Um, we have this one. Why don't you explain what that is? This is uh, like a memory chip form factor. Yes. Yes. So actually, um, this one has one mil trace and space, uh, but also three mils. But like, what's interesting is that you can't even see with your own eyes uh, the traces that are uh, only one mil. You just can't see, so you need to see with, like, I brought this. Okay. Because, oh, you know, this is actually so small that you need, yeah. you need this to see, right? L Lucy's actually holding a jeweler's loop to see how small it is. So the same thing that you would use to see... Diamonds. The, the facets in a diamond, yes, absolutely. This is a good metaphor for, for this technology, actually. Do, do, this is just curious. Do PCB engineers actually use jeweler's loops to actually look at the finished product? They absolutely do, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, there's a term also, right? We say auto magic, which is instead of automatic, like things just, we expect things to happen. So Amit, earlier you were talking about without a, a printed circuit board, you don't get an iPhone or um, an Android device. You don't get computers or anything that people are used to today, Fitbits, wearables. And so it's exciting that Moore's Law, which we didn't explain earlier, just assuming people knew, but Moore's Law was that uh, computational processing power doubles every 18 months. And we think we might be reaching the limit of Moore's law, but you had just said that in terms of printed circuit boards, it didn't keep up because the same investments that we make 
in chips and processors don't didn't actually follow with circuit boards, but your business is actually trying to catch up. Absolutely, yeah. This this technology, the industry is ripe for innovation, and what I mean by that is the PCB manufacturing industry. Uh, the way a board is made, there's more than 300 steps to create a circuit board to create a circuit board from scratch, whether it's a simple circuit board or a very advanced technology circuit board. But with additive manufacturing, which is really gripping all manufacturing, uh, it you remove about 30% of the steps to build a circuit board. Wow. So all that waste is gone. All the inefficiency and all the issues that can come up uh, in building complex boards is literally out the window. So this whole concept of uh, you know additive manufacturing used in uh, different uh, types of manufacturing sectors we're now applying it to printed circuit boards, and that's how we came up with the word trenched circuit boards. Okay. You you came up with that concept. That's your... Absolutely. That's what we have, yeah. So who are your customers? I mean, printed circuit boards are everywhere, but who does Sierra actually sell to? Yeah, Sierra is in a very unique uh, position. Uh, we focus on quick cycle time and high technology. So people who are innovating and trying to do something new change the world. Those are typically our customers. They could be launching something into space. They could be uh, trying to, you know, create uh, electronic cars or self-driving cars uh, or any sort of, you know, drone type of technology. All those new sectors, um, we definitely service a lot. Yeah. And then so these are really like the heads of R&D at these companies. And how do they then convince their procurement teams, direct purchasing teams on considering um, Sierra versus a a different PCB manufacturer? It's pretty simple. Uh, Right now, our technology and service is at a level that it's very hard to find anywhere else. So they'll go to their purchasing and say, well, we need to buy from Sierra because no one else can really do this right now for us in this amount of time. And do you have factories only in the United States? Right now, we're only in the U.S., uh, so the people we employ are all, you know, it's all U.S.-based manufacturing. That's really cool. Yeah. So, Lucy, what are some, because we talked about in an earlier segment what it was like to work with Sierra. What You, as part of the family, what are you seeing in terms of this innovation? Um, I see great things happening soon, and um, also this new technology, since, you know, right now, uh, we are actually the only ones to do this on the market. So it means great things for Sierra. Uh, we are going to expand our business. We're going to work with more um, startups, you know, startups yes. who are actually changing the world, right? And that's actually very exciting. Well, if you want to see these new innovations in printed circuit boards, view the video at svin.biz. When we get back, we're going to get into customer success stories, use cases. So you're listening to Keith Koo with Silicon Valley Insider. Join with Amit Ball and Lucy Ian Tosca, Sierra Circuits. Any questions or comments, email us at info at svn.biz. We'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo, today joined by Amit Ball, Director of Sales and Marketing, and Lucy Ann Tosca, Head of Content for Sierra Circuits. 
So cyber tip of the week is that a new Linux crypto miner steals your root password and disables your antivirus for Linux. So a lot of times we talk about cyber tips. We assume that most listeners are on Windows or a Mac. Linux is also a very popular operating system, not just for the consumers, but system administrators, people who run computers for companies. And so this one's unique in that it actually is called the Linux BTC Mine. Dot one seven four. That's the generic name, but it's a very complicated Trojan because it's got so many steps, and it installs thousands of lines of code into your operating system. And each step of the way, its main function first starts off with uh, scans and terminates any of the existing processes, even to the fact that if there's a rival cryptocurrency virus already on your system, it will disable that, so it can take all the system resources for it. Then next. It will use a Trojan called Bill Gates, which is kind of funny since it's a Linux operating system, not a Microsoft operating system. And it just continues to infiltrate doing DDoS attacks. Um, it disables other popular software programs like Avast or AVG. Finally, it scans for all the connected computers on the network and tries to infect them as well and just continues to replicate. So this is why we call these things computer viruses. But as scary as this sounds, these are are using exploits that are three to five years old. So if your system administrator, for you business owners out there, just keeps current and patches their system, which means keep up to date on the things that the Linux providers or Microsoft for Microsoft or Apple for Apple releases, then this would never be a problem to begin with. And so that's the cyber tip of the week. So welcome back once again. We have Amit Ball and Lucy Ian Tosca of Sierra Circuits. Hello. Hello. Hi. So the first two segments, we did a really great intro on to Sierra Circuits, this family-owned business that Amit's father started in 1986 by buying it for $30,000. And listen, earlier we compared that to Bill Gates buying DOS for $50,000, the similar time frame. And then we started talking about how we know about Moore's Law, computational power and processing capabilities double every 18 months and how in the hardware world, those circuits, those processors sit on circuit boards, PCBs, print circuit boards, and how the technology around circuit boards really didn't keep up even though all this extra compute power was being um, invented. And so now companies like Sierra, or actually Sierra only because they're the ones that have the patent on it, are really addressing this need for innovation in print circuit boards itself. So, Amit, it was really exciting to talk about CatLam in the last segment. What are some of the exciting things that Sierra is working on with this technology and your customers? Uh, that's a great question. We have uh, a wealth of customers that literally are trying to change the world. Uh, and this investment in the technology of trench circuit board is also an investment in our customers. We want our customers to take that technology and run with it, use it and apply it however they see fit so they can achieve the objectives they want. Um, very common use cases, very common uh, challenges right now are how do you make the electronics thinner? So if you have something on your wrist or something in your ear or you know something that you want to be the size of a credit card, you know people have been trying for years to get electronics down to that size, um, you know, so that they could, you know, change the world with mm -hmm. electronics. CatLam allows that to happen at this point. You know, you can 
shave thickness off of the electronics. You can get things more dense. Um, another uh, great use case um, would be, you know, if you're trying to embed electronics in everyday devices, you want it to be as um, as hidden as possible. You know, people don't want to see electronics hanging off of their medicine pill bottle cap or anything like that. You want to put the electronics inside. And so the only way to do that is by shrinking your electronics and making it thinner. CatLam allows people to do that. Yeah, that's really interesting. So I talk a lot about part of my own businesses that I advise startups really well thought of well regard startups and really a couple one's a drone as a service company, Aeronide, and the other one is a smart pill bottle that you were just talking about, smart pill cap called Elysiot. And what's really critical for both drone technology or smart pill, smart pill bottle technology is that it all requires electronics and they have to be miniature. Absolutely. So, you know, I encourage your listeners and our customers to think literally outside of the box. What they thought was possible with electronics and where the difficulties started to happen are no longer true. So all those roadblocks that people have in their minds, they have to be lifted and you have to think about what is your end game? What is your end goal? Because now it's absolutely possible. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I, I love science fiction, right? Grew up with Star Trek and Star Wars and we, we joked that anything you ever wanted to know about the future, you could have watched Star Trek and then watched the movie Minority Report. So I think about the very first cell phones when I was a kid, and these were briefcases with a very large phone, right, um, in the briefcase. So even an analog phone back in the day connected to some radio. Um, so I'm probably older than both of you, but it's this briefcase with the phone inside of it almost, and this is even before my time, but get smart days, right? So now we have cell phones that are tiny. We have smartphones, which makes them bigger, but the actual cell phone cellular technology itself is very small. And you, we, Ahmed and I, we had talked about this off microphone, off camera, that we used to have these silos. You used to be a software engineer or a hardware engineer. You used to kind of stick to your lane. But there's convergence happening everywhere. And I think you become a, a, a much more complete engineer if you have an understanding of both, and that then helps you with your design. That is absolutely true. Uh, it's it's a trend. It's a trend that's happening. Everyone talks about how software is going to eat the world, and right now it's you know hardware's turn. Uh, hardware has such a critical role to play uh, that without getting better at computations and being able to converge the electronics you want into a small space, the software won't even be able to run. Uh, so one typical example of that is something called edge computing. Mm -hmm. How do you bring the power of AI away from the server farm down to uh, everyday objects that are around us? Well, the only way that can happen is by putting that server computational power in everyday devices. Yes. So hardware needs that extra push. And now is the time where uh, people who are you know, have been driving innovation with software, think about how the hardware is critical and to your success factor. It's a great point. We talk about the space race back in the 60s and how all the electronics in the rockets of those days uh, can now fit nicely inside your, your iPhone, right? 
And I think you could probably think of even more rocket use cases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much happening in the aerospace industry these days. Uh, you know, people like the Boeings and the Lockheeds, um, they are being challenged to innovate even more because uh, traditional, uh, traditional aerospace is changing. There's so many things happening, including CubeSats and, you know, reusable rockets and all those type of industries uh, are changing aerospace as we know it. So I recently spoke to uh, one of the innovation leaders at Samsung. And, you know, you have, have these rolling uh, 4K televisions. Mm-hmm. Like you basically have a television that you can, you can roll up. Or you can even, um, now they have televisions that you can hang on a wall and it looks like art. And you really can't tell that it's not just a painting that's actually a 4K television. Wow. That's got to be driven by a PCB somewhere. Absolutely. Everything, everything, everything is driven by a PCB. Uh, it's innovations like those that will make uh, PCBs, you know, come to reality in your everyday lives even more and more. Okay. Well, I, I know we're geeking out a little bit, but how would somebody who isn't yet a Sierra customer, how would they engage with you? I mean, you certainly could just Google it and come to the website, but what's the best way to really look at um, how they can incorporate your technologies into their designs. Because if, if they're used to a certain PCB supplier or a certain process, how difficult is it to transition if they've not used Sierra before? Uh, to transition, we're making it as easy as possible. Uh, the CatLAM technology can be used to create a circuit board that you've already created, and with that, you'll get all the benefits. Uh, in terms of understanding how to amplify the benefits that you can get with CatLAM, you know, definitely work with us and talk to our engineers. And it will be very much a collaboration to help really understand what are the benefits that the use case um, can come out. If, if I were a hardware engineer, I would also assume, you know, I'm, I might have been doing this for a while and have a existing idea or design. I would also assume something this small this light would have to be orders of magnitude more expensive than a traditional BCB. That's a great point, and that's actually the magic behind this. It's because we're eliminating waste from the PCB manufacturing process, the cost is not any more than what it is today. So it's all there for an engineer to decide how are they going to utilize this technology to further their cause without an increase in the cost of a printed circuit board. You're kidding. So you've, you've made an innovation that your family invested in, um, the business is rolling out, and that it has it's lighter, it's um, thinner, and it's cost neutral. Exactly. Okay, because I, I deal with procurement teams all the time, so I, I know it's going to be a bit of skepticism, but I think it's really exciting that you can make that claim. And I think that's where, if you are a hardware engineer looking at your printed circuit board that's this thick, I mean, you should be really be considering the opportunity to um, be more efficient, be thinner, and have less weight. Absolutely. There's so many problems that happen from thick circuit boards. Um, One quick example is when you're trying to assemble components onto a very thick circuit board with lots and lots of layers, it becomes very problematic because all those copper layers, they suck the heat from the process and you don't have enough heat to actually join your chip properly to the board. Uh, This is just the law of physics. And you know, by using this technology and making your boards thinner, reducing layer counts, for same cost, you remove all sorts of problems and headaches that come post 
manufacturing. That That's great. That's really exciting, Amit. And I think as we enter into our final segment, we should really talk about how all this comes together. So you're listening to Keith Koo, Silicon Valley Insider with Amit Ballin, Lucy Ian Tosca of Sierra Circuits, an innovator in PCBs. And if you want to see a printed circuit board as thin as a credit card, come to svin.biz and view the video. Any questions or comments? Email us at info at svn.biz, and we'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders. Welcome back to the show. Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Joined today with Amit Ball, Director of Sales and Marketing, and Lucy Antosca, Head of Content for Sierra Circuits. Hello again. Hello. Hey. I read today's show. We've talked about Sierra Circuits being a prominent family-owned business here in the Valley, focused on printed circuit boards, how Amit, your father, got started with $30,000 in 1986 and became a really well-known, really significant supplier of print circuit boards, and how innovation isn't only in what people traditionally think of software and hardware, but the actual guts of the hardware itself, the printed circuit board um, we talked about the new innovation Cat Lab, which is the ability to have a circuit board that is as thin as hair, as thin as a business card, and just like this, we're showing the business card, and how it's cost neutral. That was the amazing part in our last segment, how this doesn't add any cost because the efficiency is gained in the process. So one thing I wanted to dive into, we didn't really talk about, that since you're not just a family-owned business, but you actually believe in enabling other companies, especially startups. How would companies get engaged in that process? Yeah, so we've been around uh, and we've seen a lot of innovative companies come and go. And as a provider of that service to these customers, it's kind of sad to see a brilliant idea not make it to fruition because of hardware issues. But, you know, in hardware, the devil's in the details. So we've taken it upon ourselves, since we have some resources, to really invest in startups early on uh, to help them have a clear hardware path uh, and to be successful with their hardware. Uh, hardware today is very critical to a lot of uh, new startups, especially in the software area. And, you know, for us to engage with someone like that, you know, just send an email. Um, we'll, we can start, you know, start with a meeting and just understand what people are trying to do, uh, what they're trying to accomplish, and see if that you know uh, fits what we're looking for as well. Okay. Yeah, and so you know, companies can email us at yes. info at svn.biz. We'll be happy to pass on your details onto Sierra Circuits. What's next in store for Sierra Circuits? I mean, we, we've got this product launched. Uh, we've talked about enabling all companies and also being able to invest in some startups for um, helping them grow. What else is next? I know you have a services arm. Um, what are some other things? Yeah, so Sierra is Sierra Circuits is really focused on being the designer's best friend. So if you are thinking of getting into hardware or you are a senior hardware person, uh, we're trying to service you in every way possible. You know, make life easier for you because hardware is not easy. Uh, so a lot of the services that we're going to be rolling out with next year are with that in mind. Lucy, in your role with the head of content, what are some of the ways 
and campaigns you're thinking of in terms of engaging? We talked about startups. So what are some of the things that you think of for startups to get engaged with Sierra? So actually right now I run uh, our blog. So it's a blog with a lot of articles on how to design for manufacturing because you just wouldn't believe how many designs uh, we get that just won't be manufacturable the first time, right? Because PCB designers don't uh, necessarily think about what happens once you're in manufacturing, right? So we want to be, as Amit just said it, as a designer's best friends, uh, which means uh, we write about all these things they should think about, and this is how we're going to develop our content. So this is um, the way we uh, market Sierra is not our uh, come and buy our stuff is, hey, here we are to help you out with your designs and your problems. And here's the solutions to that problem that you're having right now. So this is how it works at Sierra. And uh, actually, we're, uh, we're going to grow that uh, that content part. So we're even looking into launching magazines, and uh, yeah, yeah so, that's the whole thing. W- w- how do you get to your blog? Uh, the blog is actually on a website, so it's uh, in the menu. You just click on the blog. But we advertise a lot on social media and LinkedIn, okay. notably. And what's the blog? What's the website name that you're using? Uh, it's www.protoexpress.com uh, slash blog. Okay, and we'll put a link to that to our site as well. Yes, you should. <laughs> Very useful content. Okay, so with just the minute we have left, Amit, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Of, I mean, it's a really exciting time. I'm, I'm really excited about your space. What do you want to leave the listener with? I really think outside of the box. Uh, if you're only thinking about software and not thinking about hardware, you're missing half the puzzle. And then when you think about hardware, who are you going to make your partner who really has the experience and the background and the knowledge to help you be successful? That's so true. And I think that's true in, in any time you're picking a significant partner that you completely rely on. So today, just to summarize, we've had Amit Ball and Lucy and Tosca of Sierra Circuits with us. And Sierra Circuits is a print circuit board manufacturer located in the heart of Silicon Valley. Their factories and all their employees are local to the United States. Um, they have a new innovation on CatLab, which is print circuit boards, but at one-third the height, uh, one-third the width, and one-third the weight of traditional PCBs. And if you want to see this innovative, lightweight print circuit board, come to svi.biz and view the video. So if you have any questions or comments, you should email us at info at svn.biz. You can find me, Keith Koo, on LinkedIn, keithkoo.sv on Facebook, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. For questions or comments on today's program or to schedule a complimentary consultation with Keith about your business, call 1-888-828-SVIN. That's 1-888-828-7846. 888-828-SVIN.